A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello there. This is a World Game Changers podcast, Relationship Edition. My name is Bob Conlon. I am a life, love, and leadership champion, a relationship coach, an author, a father, a husband, and I'm really excited to be with you today. Uh, I felt compelled to talk about my relationship to spirit, my relationship to God, to the universe, to the divine, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it's, I think it's an important conversation to have as we are all spiritual beings having a human experience and whatever your relationship is to, to spirit, you know, I, I feel like there is a, and I believe that there is a lot of power in nurturing and developing that relationship. Um, and I want to create the distinction around religion and spirituality. One can be religious and not really be that spiritual. And one could be spiritual and not really be that religious. And for me, it was an important distinction to have because I, I grew up in a I don't want to say a religious household, but, you know, we were practicing Catholics and my father passed away when I was very young and I very much blamed the Catholic God for that. And it really destroyed my relationship to, to spirit. And um, through me living my life and through almost losing my life through a horrible addiction to drugs and alcohol, I was reintroduced to spirit, not religion. And I was able to create my own concept of a higher power and of God. And I'm so grateful that I was able to do so. So wherever you're at in your relationship to something outside your yourself, whether you call it God, spirit, universe, divine, spaghetti monster in the sky, whatever it is. Um, this is really a conversation about spirituality and not about religion. So I came to my own understanding, my own concept of spirituality after I lost pretty much everything in my life. I was so beaten down, um, really had nowhere to go. I was burned up busted out, zigzagging. <laughs> I had nothing left to lose. So I figured I would see if there's something here for me in developing a spiritual practice. And um, as I shared in my recovery, it was suggested I develop a relationship with something greater and outside of myself. And I remember this, this thinking I had that if this was a solution for my life, for my recovery, that I was screwed. Um, it wasn't going to work for me. And something in me was telling me my resistance and willingness to create a spiritual practice and life was going to actually kill me. Um, like I said, I was at the bottom 
of my life. I had nowhere else to turn. And this was kind of all I had left. So I surrendered to the possibility that there was something outside of me, outside of myself to believe in and connect with. And it, it kind of felt ridiculous. And like a, I felt like a fool for even considering it. My self-sufficiency and reliance on my own willpower was all I knew. It's all I ever knew. And that self-sufficiency and reliance um, really prevented me from asking for help when I needed it the most. And again, that self-reliance almost killed me. And it got truly dark for me um, in my early 30s. Um, like I said, I was, I was basically killing myself with the overuse of drugs and alcohol. Um, there's a time in my life where I wanted to feel anything other than what I was currently feeling, like totally numbing out. And it was absolute insanity. I was stealing, I was lying, I was doing things I would never dream about doing now. I was sick, totally sick. And I was living a life that my heart knew was wrong. And my head, my head was feeding the addiction and constantly taking me to <laughs> into further bad decisions and actions. And in hindsight, I can see that I wasn't willing to start my healing journey and the pain and the trauma just started to fester inside me. And I was using these drugs and alcohol, <coughs> excuse me, to medicate the, that pain and distract myself from it. So I mean, I was certainly out of control. I was consumed by fear, unable to ask for help. And I was just a few days away from likely an unplanned lethal overdose. And I'm certain that was to be my fate. And writing, you know, writing, speaking about this now um, terrifies me that I was that man at one time. A man that could go to those lengths of dread and despair. A man that would almost kill himself over being willing and humble enough to ask for help. Oof. That was probably one of the, not probably, that was one of the hardest lessons I had to learn was to ask for help. Um, and, I, you know, I thought that I'd be able to figure it out on my own one day, eventually, that that day never came. And I'm so grateful for those that saw my pain and had an intervention for me. And, you know, it's been close to 15 years since um, I quit abusing drugs and alcohol. But that, I mean, that man is still inside me. And that man that craves connection, a sense of belonging, trust, and faith that I'll be taken care of and that it'll all work out is still there. Um, so when I think about my relationship to spirit, my own relationship with the spiritual practice could be mirrored by any relationship I've had, you know, at times I feel supported basking in the goodness of the divine connection. And other times I just feel alone, afraid and disconnected from the universe, from spirit, God, or whatever you want to call it. Um, and the event that brought me to my knees brought me to a spiritual realization, which was simply put, I needed help. I needed a lot of it and I needed it everywhere medically from the doctors and nurses that cared so lovingly for me emotionally from the army of therapists and counselors that took all of me on and <clears throat> spiritually from something greater than outside of myself. So 
wherever you are in your relationship to spirit, know that it's worth seeking. There is power in having a relationship to spirit. There is a sense of connection that comes with cultivating a relationship to spirit. And I would have you look at where might there be gaps and how you are nurturing that relationship. One of, um, one of our dear family friends, um, my brother introduced her to us. Her name, her name is Esther. She is well into her eighties now. She's like hiked around the planet, you know, did spiritual, um, journeys to Tibet and Everest and she's a devout Buddhist um, just and she can hike circles around <laughs> my brother and I she's just such an incredible woman and uh, I remember I was just chatting with her um, she just has so much wisdom and this was right around the time when I first got sober and I was like telling her just how disconnected I felt to spirit how like it just wasn't feeling that relationship. And she like kind of smirked a little bit and she looked at me and she's like, well, you're never not connected. You're always connected to spirit. You are spirit. And it was one of those aha moments where I was letting my, my brain, my humanness get in the way of my spiritness, get in the way of my spirituality. And um, it was one of those light bulb, light bulb aha moments. And ever since then, I've, you know, I, I've always relied on that, that wisdom that she shared that day is like, you know, I'm, I'm always connected. I'm always connected. I'm always being held. I'm always being taken care of. And I just simply have to allow it. Um, and I almost get like, impacted or victimized by how effortless it is like I, it's like i i need it to be harder or i need it to be something other than the simplicity of what it is right just allow it <laughs> just allow it so um you know I, I firmly believe a spiritual practice uh supports me in creating the experience of relationship that i want it supports me in creating the experience of life that I want, the experience I want in my business, the experience I want as a husband and a father. And above all, the number one thing that a relationship with spirit gives me is a sense of connectedness and a sense that I'm not alone. Even when I was physically alone, going through, you know, tremendous heartbreak, going through a divorce, um, the thing that got me through was my relationship to a higher power to a spirit. So, and it, it took a, it took a while, you know, it literally took me almost losing my life to cultivate a relationship with spirit. It took me understanding that, um, religion and spirituality are, are two, uh, different things that I could be spiritual and not be religious. And that spirituality is almost my divine birthright. I am, I am spirit. Right. I am, um, I am part of this big cosmic flow. So, um, again, wherever you're at, see where there's an opportunity 
as with most of my conversations, the invitation is always look, look for the opportunity for a deeper practice, look for the opportunity for a surrender, look for the opportunity for an exploration and um, cultivate it. When I, when I began cultivating my spiritual practice, there was an old oak tree outside uh, my window at the treatment facility I was at. Um, and each morning, my ritual was simply just to sit on the floor and look out the window. And I would trace the branches of the tree with my eyes, starting at the trunk to the biggest branches, and then the smaller and the smaller until I was tracing the skinniest branches. And I would repeat this over and over until I worked through the whole tree. I don't know why this became my ritual um, and this became my practice, but I knew that every morning I did it and I began to feel better. And I started growing something inside me. I started to feel less scared and less alone. And no matter what, I could always go back and trace the tree. I started to fall in love with nature and began seeing it everywhere. I began seeing spirit everywhere because of this practice. I began to get more present to the beauty and the complexities of life, of love, and I started to feel part of it. And I started to feel not so alone. So I hope this conversation inspires you. I hope it inspires you to go deeper, um, go back to what you already know and what you already are. And, um, you know, it gets to be yours. It doesn't have to look any specific way. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's an honor to have you here. And if you want to continue any of the conversations that I have had, I'd be honored to do so. You can reach me at commoncoaching.com or uh, find me on any of the socials. Um, like I always say, if you want to find me, you will not have a problem doing so. So much love to you all. Um, have a fantastic um, day. Have a fantastic life. Go be great. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>